Shannon Moss. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Joy of Gardening by Estabrooks. I'm Tom Estabrook on another lovely Saturday morning. Scarborough opening today at 9 a.m. Spring has sprung. Kennebunk, hopefully next weekend. I can't tell you for sure yet. We're busy getting the store stocked and hopefully before Easter we'll get open. But stay tuned to our email newsletter and or emails uh, on that. Just been a really rough spring to get all stores open. It's just so much to do in such a little time with such a late winter. And so we're working feverishly to, uh, you know, open all these stores. But let's face it, the crocus are blooming out there and the daffodils are popping up. Everything's kind of, you know, activating this morning. My lawn really is starting to green up. It, it really evident. Let's face it, 70 degrees yesterday. Boy, did the weatherman blow that. You know, they were saying, oh, 55, 70 degrees yesterday, beautiful day. How do I know it was a beautiful day? I have such a sunburn on my forehead. Spring is here. It always happens every spring. I'm taken off guard, and <laughs> there we are. Sunburn on my forehead. Uh, you know, mulch trucks, they're running strong. You know, now is the time to start thinking about doing all that cleanup. This weekend is going to be a perfect cleanup weekend. Everybody should get out and work in their yard. You know, take all of those broken branches that have fallen off of the trees from the ice storms and cleaning up. You know, a week from now, we'll probably be starting to think about mowing lawns. You know, the weather forecast is amazing. This whole week looks great. You know, a little bit of rain. Nice temperatures, warm during the overnights. Everything's coming together, folks, you know. So with a late, you know, winter, we're somewhat behind, okay. And I talked a lot about this last spring, you know, how behind I was on my vegetable garden. And just to let you know, Patriot's Day, the 21st. Got to get your peas in by Patriot's Day, okay. So guess what that means? Easter Sunday plant your peas. What does that mean? Get to a store this week and pick up your pea seed. So get out there to the garden center, get active, and start thinking about gardening. Start thinking about turning your garden over. Now, probably your soil is still a little wet, you know, but it's easy enough to cultivate a specific area and be able to get your peas in and then continue to cultivate and, you know, work your garden as you have time. So that's the first thing we really need to think about when it comes to let's go ahead and get going on the garden. So this week, my goal is to get my deer fencing up, get my pea seed in, start cultivating the garden, and let's get going on that vegetable garden. This this year, deliveries are coming in fast and furious. This week, we have been absolutely crazy. I mean, crazy busy in uh, Yarmouth and Scarborough setting the stores up. Yesterday, we had two tractor trail loads of trees and shrubs show up. The pansies are going outside. Perennials are starting to look great. Excuse me. Just amazing, amazing how quickly things are coming together. The roadies have come in. The coosa dogwoods. Maples have arrived. Japanese maples have arrived. Azaleas, rhododendrons. You know, just such a wide selection. The dwarf conifers, you know, that funky dwarf conifer stuff I talk about so much, we're actually, we had to push that delivery off. They come up all the way from Oregon, 
all the way on the West Coast, and we couldn't get them shipped before things warmed up. So they're actually coming early May. So some things will be coming later than normal, and so we're going to have a different mix early this spring. But, man, the plants look good. Every single year that those truck doors open up, it's like I'm a kid in a candy store. You know, now what I can tell you about being a kid in a candy store, I'm one sore kid right now. Unloading all of those trucks, doing all of that, you know, sometimes you feel like you just got off the couch and you haven't really been that active. Well, unloading trucks, and my crew will attest to this, they are all sore. It takes about 10 days for us to get in what I call nursery shape. And the reason being is when you're lugging these plants and you're moving them, you're using all of those little muscles that you normally don't use. And those are the ones that hurt. Not, you know, your normal, you know, wear and tear, but all those little muscles, you know. And so we're all struggling through, you know, having a great time going, wow, look at this plant. Wow, look at that plant. Woo, there's a new one. Look at this. Hey, what do you know about this? So we're having a blast. I hope you can get out into your garden and take a look at things. I want you to get out there this weekend because the phone is ringing off the hook about deer damage. Plants that we have not seen deer damage on in a long time. Mountain laurel, which normally we tout as deer resistant or even deer proof, are getting devoured. Euonymus, you know, that emerald gaiety, moon shadow, all those little variegated varieties stripped. We have some at the garden center that have been stripped clean. Holly, rhododendrons, all kinds of junipers. Get out there and look. We may need to do some pruning at this point. Okay? The other thing that I noticed yesterday was, ha <laughs> our nemesis, weeds are showing up. So, if you have a question about your garden, give me a call, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. This is a call-in show, folks. Call in with your questions. Call in with any problems you have in your garden. Let's talk and have a conversation, come up with how we're going to fix them, okay? But with those weeds, we have had all kinds of problems. Let's face it, we didn't clean up last fall as well as we should have. They're popping up. So here's kind of something organically I think you can do, which this is a new product, which I, I'm excited about. Okay, here's the new product that we need to go out and just kind of cultivate those little weeds that are popping up. Okay, I want you to go out today and just kind of rough up the garden. Just take a long, you know, a nice iron rake and rough it all up. That will kill any of the little sprouts that are showing up. Any big perennial weeds you still see, pull them, okay? If we do that today, tomorrow I want you to use a new product, corn gluten. Okay, now you say corn gluten. I've heard about that. You know, This is new because it's a liquid form, okay? We have a liquid form from Bonide, and the nice part is it's a hose-end sprayer, 100% organic. And what you can do is you can spray this right over your plants, right over your shrubs. Because it's organic, it's only going to kill weed seeds, okay? So that's why I'm telling you to clean up the garden before I want you to wait a day, a nice sunny day like today. By cultivating that, you're going to kill all those little sprouts. You're going to kill them. You're going to knock them down. Then we're going to go in tomorrow and we're just going to spray. But the nice part about corn gluten is it's a natural fertilizer, 
So we're doing two things. We're fertilizing our garden and we're getting some weed control. So what's better than that? And it's organic. So it's a combination of all three things that are great. Now, the other thing is if you're looking for corn gluten on your lawn, you can use it on your lawn. Or you can put down a granular corn gluten right now to control crabgrass. And we'll talk more about pre- and post-emergent grass fertilizer, killers, all of that later in the show. We're going to kind of brush on that when you should use a certain product and when you shouldn't. Okay, because every year we have customers that are confused. And my worry is that you're going into a store that's not telling you the truth or not telling you the right time frame to use a weed and feed or a pre or post emergent, you know, herbicide. So this corn gluten to me is now is the time. Okay, because we've had such a late winter, temperatures are warming up very quickly. The forsythia will be in bloom before we know it. Buds are swelling. Now is the time to get out there and do that. Now, with this corn gluten product, you cannot seed grass. So if you have plow damage or something like that, you can't spray this over that area. Okay? And let's face it, we all have a lot of plow damage this year. So, you know, things are activating in the garden center. You should be out there fertilizing your plants now, thinking about mulching, edging your beds, cleaning up all that debris left over from last year, you know, just really doing your maintenance. But if you have questions, give me a call, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. And, you know, like I've said time and time again, if you don't want to be on the air, no problem. Just give Debbie your question. She'll read it to me and we'll be off to the races. So perennials are probably about a week away from us starting to put a lot of stuff, you know, out or having it out ready for sale. Uh, pansies are going outside today in Yarmouth and, you know, we're shipping pansies as we speak, probably to Scarborough. So the truck's going to be arriving around nine o'clock when we open. Uh, we did get a nice load of trees and shrubs into Scarborough this week, but obviously a lot of things available in Yarmouth also. So building the inventories in the store, you know, all those fertilizers available, available, everything's kind of coming together. I'm really excited. You know, spring is finally here. And so, you know, think about all those little things. Those little things will make a big difference long term. The other thing that I wanted to bring to people's attention is if you're coming in and you're thinking about starting your own tomatoes, you want to pick up an organic fungicide also called Actinovate. And we use this in two ways. Number one, when we seed And we also use it again when we plant in the garden. And what this does is it bolsters health within the plant in order to fend off any, you know, diseases, blights, and things like that. It's really been shown to help out tremendously with transplant shock and really, you know, kind of actually activate things within the plant. So Actinovate, remember that it's a great thing to pick up with your tomatoes, whether you're buying them later or you're buying them, you know, you know, or starting them now, you know, so a a lot, a lot of good, positive things. And again, an organic, so great, great thing. Like I said, you know, the deer have been a major, major issue. So get out there and look. We're also starting to get a bunch of people talking about snow mold. And it's funny because the other morning, and this is what you want to look, look for with snow mold. Okay. First thing in the morning when you're going to work, 
you will see this almost white haze in patches over your yard. You can't see it after the dew is gone. Okay, but what happens is overnight the mycelia, I know that's a big word, sit on top of the grass and they almost look like snow. It's this white cast. And for the first time the other day, we had kind of a foggy morning and I was leaving for work and I looked over across my lawn and I could see little patches of these mycelia sitting on top of the old grass that is dead. Okay, and that is what we need to get rid of at this point. So important to get out there before the sun really gets going, because once the sun gets up and, and, you know, is active. So right at at, you know, at uh, sunrise is when the best time you can see these patches. Now, will the snow mold kill every patch? No. But if you have if your grass isn't activating in that area by now it's probably likely that it's not going to really activate. Now, there are always cold spots in every single yard. But get out there and look because it is going to be a big problem with all the snow and ice we had this year, okay? So snow mold, keep that on the docket. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more from the Joy of Gardening on News Talk WLOB. You can buy your plants and garden supplies almost anywhere. Wouldn't you rather come to your local garden center? We're the independent garden centers of Maine, working together to ensure you, the customer, gets the best quality advice and service. Visit us at MainIGC.com to see the closest IGC member near you, then stop by your local member garden center, where we'll help you select the best product for Maine's climate and soil. We work together to satisfy you. Visit us at MainIGC.com. If you want a perfect lawn this year, you need to stop weeds before they come up. Bonide makes that happen with Bonide Weed Beater Complete. Bonide Weed Beater Complete is a total lawn weed control product. It prevents weed seeds from germinating and kills weeds that are already there. Tough grassy weeds like crabgrass and nutsedge, as well as broadleaf weeds like clover and creeping charlie are no match for Weed Beater Complete. Weed Beater Complete kills over 200 hard to kill grassy and broadleaf weeds. It works through the roots and shoots of a weed, killing it before it can get started or after the weed has started to grow. Available in a convenient granular formula for easy spreader applications. Let's get you to a picture-perfect lawn. Stop on your way home and pick up some Bonide Weed Beater Complete at your local independent garden centers of Maine. Visit maineigc.com or bonide.com. Regular old mulch leaving your plants wanting more? Casella Organics Nutri-Mulch is a superior mulch for improving any landscape. Made in Maine from aged native bark and earthlife compost, its dark color and rich texture are ideal for perennials, ornamentals, trees, and shrubs. Earthlife Nutri-Mulch is nutrient-stabilized with compost, so the bark doesn't compete with plants for nutrients. Visit CaselaOrganics.com or call 800-4-COMPOST for a source near you. I want a great garden this year, but I don't know where to start. Does this sound like you? With so many great plants available, it can be tough knowing which ones are right for you and your home. The gardening pros at Estabrooks can help. Every time I come, they're always helpful to us. They are really knowledgeable about things because I don't know that much about gardening, so they always tell me what you know would be right in my house in the sun and the setting. To learn more, visit estabrooksonline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. 
welcome back to the Joy of Gardening by Estabrooks. I'm Tom Estabrook on a great Saturday morning. You know, coming into the radio show today, you know, the sun was shining. Everything was kind of coming up. You can see Mother Nature doing its thing and really exploding with growth. Every single one of the gardens, the perennials are popping up, you know, bulbs are showing. Everything kind of on the drive-in, it's amazing. Week to week, what I notice, you know, taking the same drive-in, the changes. And boy, things are changing quick, you know. And let's talk about lawns a little bit because we, you know, there are many organic ways to do things and there are many synthetic ways to do things. And, you know, if we're going to use synthetics, we need to think about... Obviously, the timing is crucial. So, you know, I want to talk about a few different things. Pre- and post-emergent long weed killers, okay? So here's the general rule of thumb for me, okay? Right now, we are in a time frame where we want to put a pre-emergent. And what does that mean? That means basically we're putting down a weed and feed that is a pre-emergent, which basically kills weed seeds, Okay, it's not killing a lot of your active growing plants. Okay, meaning your dandelions, your plantains, all your broadleaf weeds. What we're going after is crabgrass and weed seeds. So, all those seeds that were thrown last summer and fall, we're trying to get them, and now is the time to use that. Now is the best time to use that. This weekend is the best time to use that. The sooner you use that, the better the active ingredients work. And how does it work? It basically puts a shield over the top of the soil, okay? And what that does is it puts the chemical over the top of the soil, and it basically creates a barrier. So anything that disturbs that barrier breaks the barrier and seeds can germinate. So this is a perfect time to put it down because we're not really that active in our yard yet. So... If you're getting out and you're going to rake up a lot of your your yard, do that and then put your crabgrass control down right behind it, okay? You don't want to put it down and then go out and do a bunch of yard cleanup after, okay? Because you're breaking that barrier and you won't get as effective use. Now, if you don't want to use a weed and feed, you have like weed beater complete, you know, that is just the chemical to put it down. It's not a fertilizer with it. Sometimes you just don't want to put fertilizer down. Maybe you don't want your lawn to grow as quickly as your neighbors. You don't want to, you know, put all that nitrogen down. That's fine. The other thing is there's also hose end sprays. Maybe you want to spot treat. You don't have to do your whole lawn like the commercial says, okay? You can do whatever you feel is the best for your yard. Maybe you want a nice lawn in your front lawn where everybody that drives by sees a beautiful lawn, but you want to want the back lawn where the kid plays. You don't treat that. It's okay to have some weeds back there. It's okay for them, you know. Not that it's not, you know, safe if used properly, but what I'm saying is you you can use it however you feel fit. One size does not fit all like a commercial says. Okay, so, you know, use it to the best of your ability. And then, you know, like I talked about early in the show, corn gluten for, you know, that natural alternative. Now, corn gluten, extremely important to talk about this issue. 
because corn gluten comes in all different shot sizes, shapes in a bag. Okay, it is important that you understand corn gluten has to be put down at a rate that is high enough for weed control. Okay, I'm going to say that again. It's important that corn gluten is put put down at a high enough rate for weed control. Many people put corn gluten in a bag, tout it as corn gluten, and people come in and they buy it for weed control. It is you need to make sure that you're putting down enough, okay, which is basically double the rate of a lot of people. Now, we have two bags. We have one that says weed control on it and one that does not. Okay, the one for weed control obviously says weed control. The other one is just a fertilizer. You will not get any weed control because it's at a lower rate. Now, what does that mean? It all comes down to cost. Because you're putting double the rate, corn is expensive, Okay, is expensive. And so obviously for weed control, the price is significantly more. But that's okay. We also have the liquid control also. Now that liquid control, I would recommend you use as that spot treat situation in your lawn. Am I going to, you know, tell you, oh, buy seven bottles of this and go out and try to spray your whole lawn? No, I still like the granular for a full lawn base organic control. If that's what you want to do. Now, if you just specifically have crabgrass control needed along your driveway or walkway, I think the liquid's going to be much more effective and much more cost effective. Because we're not trying to do the whole lawn. We're just doing spotches. Okay. Now, let's talk about weed and feeds. For all those dandelions, for all those, you know, those big broadleaf weeds. Okay. Let's talk about that. It's too early to put that down. No matter what anybody says in a store, it's too early for that to be put down. We don't have enough actively growing weeds yet in order for things to work. Now, with a weed and feed like that, the granular has to sit on the leaf and dissolve. Okay? So we never put weed and feed down before rain. The opposite can be true for a pre-emergent. You can put it down before a rain or after a rain because we're creating a barrier. It doesn't really matter. It's not. Obviously, we don't want to put it before a huge downpour. A nice soft rain's fine. But with weed and feed, we want that dew on the lawn. We want the lawn moist, and we want a sunny day. And we want to go out, and we want to do it right first thing in the morning when there's dew on the lawn and that moisture will dissolve the chemical onto the leaf and you'll kill your broadleaves. But we're still talking two to three weeks before you really should be putting broadleaves down. When you see dandelion plants nice and green, not before they start to bloom, but when they're nice and green, that's when you think about doing your your weed and feed. Okay? So... Timing is everything on some of these products, you know, and coming in and doing that at the right time, come in and talk to your independent garden center, okay? Talk to them about the options, organic, synthetic, what's going to work best for you, how you're going to get your lawn in the best shape. And last but not least, the one thing I want to talk about that goes along with all of these things I've talked about, the corn gluten. The, you know, wean feeds, putting down lawn fertilizer. The thing that is most important is lime. 
okay? These products are not inexpensive, okay? And you're buying these fertilizers, you're putting them down. If your pH in your lawn is not right, okay, it's not right, what do you think happens? You lose 30 to 40% of your nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium that can't be taken up by the grass. So it's like lawn fertilizer insurance, okay? And we have a new product called Turf Turbo, and what this is is it's a high-calcium lime. And I would recommend everyone use a high-calcium lime. Now, what is a high-calcium lime? It basically has been broken down so that there's more calcium to change the pH per square foot, okay? And when you look at it, you're like, my God, $17.99 a bag or whatever the price is, 20 bucks, or, you know, you're like, wow, that's expensive lime. But you buy five bags of a pelletized lime or 10 bags of the white powdered lime to equal one bag of this turbo lime, okay? So what does that mean? You've got less weight you have to put on the ground. You don't have to break your back and buy 25 bags for your square footage. And also, it works faster, okay? So if a pelletized lime that's a magnesium lime costs you $5, okay, and you need five bags, that's $25 for the same 5,000 square feet. Or you can pay seventeen ninety nine for 5,000 square feet. But when you look at the shelf and you look at the price sticker, people go, that's ridiculous. It's not. It's actually cheaper. But you have to do the conversion because if you think about it, a lot of people will buy one bag of pelletized magnesium lime and put it on, on their lawn. It's supposed to cover 1,000 square feet. People put it down over 5,000. It doesn't do a thing for you you're still losing the 30 to 40% of your fertilizer, okay? So a big, big difference. It will make your lawn much, much greener. It will be that insurance that will make your investment in your fertilizer. It doesn't matter if it's organic or synthetic. It doesn't matter. pH is the number one thing when it comes to lawn care. If you change your pH, you will kill clover organically. If you change your pH, certain weeds will die when you fertilize. Certain weeds will not live in in a low pH. So you will knock out some weeds organically just by doing that. So, you know, lime, I can't, am, am I being as pointed as possible here? Lime is the most important thing in lawn care. Everyone should pick up a bag of lime depending on your pH and we want to always test with that. But if you see moss in your lawn, you know your pH is very low, very low. And let's face it, in Maine, we have a lot of acid rain. We have a lot of pine trees. We have a lot of oaks. Our soils tend to always be acidic, okay? If you have questions, give me a call, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. We are a call-in show here, folks. We got a few calls last week. It was nice. It'd be nice to have a few this week. So if you have a question, whatever it is, you know, if you've got damage on your plants from the winter, if you're looking for a specific plant for a specific spot for, you know, this season, if you're looking for a specific variety that you can't find someplace, call Let's talk about it. Maybe there's a reason why you can't find that variety. Maybe it's not hardy for this area. Maybe it's just not out on the market. Those lovely magazines love 
to tout plants two to three years before they're actually available in a garden center. They build momentum on a variety before we can even buy them and sell them to you. So, you know, there's a lot of reasons why folks can't find things. You know, we've got some great folks that email me all the time. You also can submit your questions at estabrooksonline.com backslash radio. And also we're streaming live at wllbradio.com. You know, so a lot of ways you can kind of work with us and also pick up the podcast. You know, another great way, listen on your terms. I have a lot of customers that listen on their terms and email me questions from the show. You know, and I'll sit down in the evening and I'll answer some of the questions. You know, it's a great way to kind of interact. And then I may shoot you an email back and say, hey, can you call Saturday? You know, just call me and ask that question on the air. Here's the answer, but will you call in? You know, because it's important, a lot of people are going to have the same questions you have. If you're having a problem in your yard, someone else is going to have the same problem in their yard, and hopefully they're listening or picking up the podcast. And, you know, it becomes this kind of thing where everybody's educating everybody. It's a great scenario. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more from the Joy of Gardening on News Talk WLOB. At Coast of Maine Organic Products, we've known for a long time that plants love lobster just as much as people do. It's one of the reasons we started composting marine residuals back in 1996. And although we've had great success in getting gardeners and their plants hooked on lobster throughout New England, the Mid-Atlantic, and Midwest, the heart and soul of what we do is here in Maine. Plants love lobster because the calcium and chitin in the lobster shells break down in the composting process and become plant-ready food that help to make your plants strong and healthy. And of course, the plants don't use any butter, so they're even healthier. So support your local retailer and Maine's lobster industry by using Coast of Maine's Quaddy Lobster Compost in your garden. Coast of Maine, a lobster compost company. Approved for organic growers by the Maine Organic Farmers and Gardeners Association. Visit us at www.coastofmaine.com. Do you want the best-looking lawn in your neighborhood? Let Bonide help with their easy-to-use DuraTurf four-phase lawn program. Just use all four phases of this program throughout the year as directed, and you'll have a healthy weed and insect-free lawn. The four-phase program rids your lawn of over 200 broadleaf and grassy weeds, including crabgrass, nutsedge, and dandelions. And say goodbye to surface insects like fleas and ticks while it slowly feeds your lawn all year long. Bonide offers up to a $35 gift certificate to the store where the Bonide four-phase lawn program is purchased. But you can also buy the four phases individually as you need them. Don't let weeds and insects take over your lawn. Get Bonide DuraTurf four-phase lawn program for a picture-perfect lawn. Bonide is found at your local independent garden centers of Maine. Visit MaineIGC.com or visit Bonide.com. You may not know it, but most lawn fertilizers actually spread chemicals and pesticides across your entire lawn. Until now, that's been the history of lawn care products. It's also why Espoma has developed an affordable, all-natural lawn program that is safe for kids and pets. The program consists of four organic fertilizers that are specifically formulated to keep your lawn green. Each product lasts two and a half times longer than traditional chemical products, and they won't burn your lawn or leach away. 
You already know Espoma as a name you can trust. They've been making organic plant foods like Holly Tone and Plant Tone for over 84 years. Imagine a great looking lawn that you're not afraid to walk barefoot on. It's a whole new day in lawn care. Look for Espoma organic lawn food products wherever quality lawn and garden products are sold. And visit Espoma.com videos to learn more about organic lawn care. Espoma, a natural in the garden since 1929. Welcome back to the Joy of Gardening by Estabrook. I'm Tom Estabrook. Ah, another great spring weekend. Looks like a great gardening weekend this weekend. And uh, let's face it, it's time to plant peas. We talked about that a little bit earlier in the uh, show. Patriot's Day was always my uh, break-off date for my grandfather. He always said, if you have your peas in by Patriot's Day, you will have peas for the 4th of July to go along with your lobster. So that is the key to success, folks. Okay, Patriot's Day, the 21st. So what does that mean? This week or Easter? You know, Easter, you know, it's one of those days where you've got stuff going on, but there's always a bunch of free time. And, you know, why not get out in the garden? You know, hopefully Mother Nature is going to work with us. Obviously, we'll be on the radio next Saturday. And if you have questions any Saturday from 8 to 9, give me a call, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. Are you ready to plant your peas? I'm not quite ready. I did a lot of prep last year. I've got to get my fence up for my deer because I've got a million of them out there, and I'm sure probably you do too. But there are other things you can also think about planting with your peas. It's not just pea time. It's time to start getting some seeds in the ground. So here are some other things that typically as a child, working with my grandfather, I, we always put kind of these things in at the same time. Now, you do need to protect some of these things, um, but beets are a good thing to put in. Beet greens are great early on. Radishes. Okay, another cold crop. Love it early. Nothing better than an early radish on your salad, uh, you know, to spice up that salad. Because we don't really get those all winter. You know, they're expensive in the store, you know, but a little patch of radishes will help also. Lettuce. You know, that first crop of lettuce it tastes so good. You know, use the masculine mixes. Use some of the, some of the you know, um, leaf lettuces early because you can harvest them much quicker than a head lettuce. Okay, now probably we need to do some protection to some of these. So, you know, we've talked about in the past using a product called Harvest Guard. It's a cheesecloth-like product, and it gives us about a 10-degree buffer of happiness, okay? We can put that over something, you know, or we can put it right over the ground. But it gives you about a 10-degree frost protection, now, it's going to take longer for these plants to germinate in the soil because the soil's cold. Now, Mother Nature yesterday at 70 degrees helped a tremendous amount. Okay, things are activating in the soil. We're really starting to gain momentum. So the seeds are going to germinate faster. So my suggestion is go out this weekend and fluff your soil up in your garden. Okay, what that will do, that will get air into the soil. It'll help it dry out a little bit and then come towards the end of next week. You know, hopefully it looks like a little bit of rain in the forecast, but hopefully we're dry enough, you know, to get those peas and some of these other things in the ground. So carrots are another great option right now. You know, deep rooted, take a long time. 
got to be careful about frost, but, you know, a little frost blanket never hurts. And then the other thing you might do is if you get your whole garden prep, you may put down some of that plastic, you know, that we've talked about, that garden plastic, whether it be red or black, for your tomatoes and peppers. Now, we're not going to plant tomatoes and peppers, but what that does is the sunlight, because our soils are moist right now, the sunlight will hit on that plastic and it'll warm that soil up for weeks now. You know, we're going to be six weeks, you know, four to six weeks before we plant these tomatoes and peppers. But four to six weeks of heat with that plastic covering the soil will just energize that soil. It'll go down deep. And when you plant those plants, they're going to take off like a rocket. Now, important after we plant to water really well. But I'm not, I'm not telling you to plant tomatoes now. I want to be very clear about that. I think last week I was very clear about that. Okay? People already are starting to come in. Well, when are your tomatoes ready? Relax. It's okay. We just got our first shipment in of grafted tomatoes. We talked a little bit about those last week, and we just planted them this week, and they are looking amazing. They're about three inches tall, looking amazing. So if you have a question about vegetable gardening or anything, give me a call, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. We're open Easter, folks. Okay. Now, I know Scarborough will be open. I know Kennebunkle, I mean, oh, jeez, oh, I almost messed up there. I know Yarmouth's open. I know Scarborough's going to be open. Kennebunk, we're working on, okay? Next Saturday, I'll be able to give you the definitive up or down whether we're going to be open. But it's looking good, but I don't want to say yes before that. So those last-minute gift things, need a plant to go to Easter dinner, you know, have Easter dinner and really feel like I need to go for a walk, best place in the world is a garden center. Plants are blooming. Not talking about buying. I'm talking about just coming in and enjoying a nice day. You know, if you want to get out today and you want to go for a walk, go to a garden center. I don't care which one, but go to a garden center. You're not going to get the same feel in a park. You know, you got the pansies blooming, you got hanging baskets growing, you've got trees and shrubs looking wonderful. It just gets you excited about your yard. And of course, I'm sure there's some things you could pick up along the way, but think about that for a walk. There's nothing more tranquil than a garden center early spring. It just gets you kind of excited about doing something in your yard. Okay. So Easter will be open. Um, you know, it's always amazing to me how many people come in on Easter. Okay, and, uh, you know, it's those last minute things or, like I said, that walk, you know, but let's talk a little bit about how you can reuse those Easter plants. And I'll probably talk about this a little bit next week, too, just to kind of freshen people's minds up. But Easter plants, a lot of them will come back. Easter lilies are a hardy lily here in Maine. Okay, now, what do you need to do to an Easter lily to get them to be happy? Okay, so you're going to use them indoors, and we're going to keep them indoors even after the flowers go by, okay? And it's okay if they wither in yellow and put the energy back into the bulb. It's fine, okay? It's one of those bulbs that will put the energy back in, and then we're going to take it out of the pot after the chance of frost, probably sometime mid-May, and we're going to plant it out in the, in the perennial garden. And what, to our wonderful surprise, will happen come midsummer, they will come back up and bloom again. Okay, so it rewards you twice. Okay, 
what other bulb does that? Not many. Okay. The other thing is you got tulips and daffodils and all of those things. Primrose, you know, those wonderful primrose we buy in the spring, they are a tender perennial. Shade perennial. Okay. Now, the trick with primrose, don't plant them too deep. Okay. If you think about it, all the growth comes out of the center of that primrose. If you put bark mulch and soil down in that center, we'll get crown rot and they'll die. So they want to be planted high so that the water can shed off. But they are a tender perennial here in Maine. Okay. Tulips and daffodils, great opportunity here. You're planting bulbs for next spring. Daffodils, hyacinths, crocus, all of those things should not be thrown away. If you use them inside and they wither in yellow, it's fine. After the chance of frost, you take them and you plant them out in the garden in some clumps. Okay. And you're going to kind of forget about them. They're just going to disappear, mark the spot with a stick that says daffodils or something so you don't go digging in those areas. And then next spring they will emerge all of a sudden. Plant some annuals around them so maybe you're watering them throughout the summer. They won't have any foliage, but they're going to build root system all summer. And then fall they're going to go dormant. And then kapow, next spring. You're just going to have this amazing show. And so you're not wasting your money is what I'm getting at. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's just one day, you know, and do I really need that much to decorate my table and around the house and maybe put a pansy pot out on the front porch. And But listen, folks, these things are not wasted. You can reuse them, okay, and get them out and you're going to have years and years and years of return off these plants. So when you look at a daffodil and it's five or six bucks, you know, or you look at some potted tulips or whatnot, your success is going to be very good at bringing them back and using them. Don't toss them in the trash. Plant them out in the garden. Just a great, great way to save money and also get a little bang for your buck. I, and, and everybody knows I love that. So, you know, if you have questions, give me a call, 775-1310. We're ending the show here up here in the next 10 minutes or so. So, you know, we're running out of time. Somebody's got to have a question out there. Again, 775-1310. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more from the Joy of Gardening on News Talk WLOB. The signs of spring are all around us. Birds chirping, grass emerging from a winter slumber, and the smiling faces of homegrown pansies at Estabrooks. Pansies have become a hallmark of spring, thanks to their dazzling array of colors and hardiness that will withstand whatever April weather in Maine will throw at them. Trumpet the arrival of spring by adding lasting color to your garden and window boxes with pansies and other vibrant annuals from Estabrooks. To learn more, visit estabrooksonline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. If the early bird gets the worm, what does the early gardener get? The answer, a fantastic landscape at a fraction of the price from Estabrooks. All trees, shrubs, and perennials are now 20% off during the spring nursery sale at Estabrooks. Plant now and you'll also enjoy faster rooting, early color and beauty that will last all year, even without flowers. Enjoy 20% off your favorite plants now through May 9th and plant the garden you've always wanted. To learn more, visit estabrooksonline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. Regular old mulch leaving your plants wanting more? Casella Organics Nutri-Mulch is a superior mulch for improving any landscape. Made in Maine from aged native bark and earth life compost, 
Its dark color and rich texture are ideal for perennials, ornamentals, trees, and shrubs. Earthlife Nutrimulch is nutrient-stabilized with compost, so the bark doesn't compete with plants for nutrients. Visit CaselaOrganics.com or call 800-4-COMPOST for a source near you. Whether it's pest management, improving your soil, treating diseases, or simply staying ahead of the weeds, gardening can often feel like a lot of work. Finding great local advice that's timely and helpful doesn't have to be. Sign up for the Estabrooks Garden newsletter, and you'll receive gardening tips, in-depth articles, and great deals every week right in your email inbox. It's the perfect way to stay ahead in the garden and save big on your next visit. To learn more and sign up, visit EstherbrooksOnline.com. Estherbrooks for the joy of gardening. Welcome back to the Joy of Gardening by Estherbrooks. I'm Tom Estabrook. If you have a question, give me a call, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. We have Erica on the phone. How are you, Erica? I'm well. How are you, Thomas? Good. What's going on? All right, I got a question for you. You oh. may or may not know the answer, but um, I have free-range chickens. Oh, boy. Yep. And they love my garden. Absolutely. They've, they've been in there scratching away and eating whatever they eat. And I'm a little concerned about my plants and if they're going to scratch them up as they the plants start to emerge from the ground. Absolutely. You know, they're going to look at that as a food source. Um, the other thing is they're probably after some insects that are active in the soil. And, you know, it was funny. I was looking on Facebook this morning, and one of my friends mentioned that they had the first tick of the season on them when they went for a walk this morning. So, you know, the ticks are out insects are activating let's face it i mean even the black fly started to show up yesterday at 70 degrees so they're probably after insects primarily in the soil and anytime you have loose soil they're going to think some other animal is actively working in that area and so when you have bare soil a lot of times that's the case um, using that frost protection blanket like i talked about would be a great way to keep them out of those areas or a small fence, you know, in your vegetable garden. Uh, you obviously don't want your chickens to be uh, defecating in your in your vegetable garden also. Um, you can use a composted, you know, um, manure from them, you know, after it's composted for a while. But you don't want active, you know, especially with lettuces and E. coli and all of that stuff. So you really want to keep them out of a vegetable garden. Is this a, a, a vegetable garden we're talking about? I have vegetable and flower. Okay. So the flowers are not so much of a concern if we're not using seeds because the likelihood is they're not going to go after, you know, individual plants. But if we need to, we can fence them to get them established a little bit for mm -hmm. a few weeks. And then it's okay if they go in and probably do a little scratching around them. You know, you're probably not going to get a lot of disturbance, but we need to give them that time to get established. Now, with the vegetable garden, you know, obviously all those little seedlings that are coming up, they're going to kind of be like almost a crow. They're going to go in and just peck those and eat them because a, a seed to them is like candy. Um, so, yeah, we will need to keep them out. Um, you know, are you planning on doing your peas this week? Well, we're headed to Florida, so I'm not going to get my peas in. You are headed to Florida. That's much better. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, you know... I, 
I have a distinct feeling I know who this is, and I'm pretty sure you just joined the 4040 Club with me, didn't you? I did indeed. Ah, happy birthday. I appreciate it. You know, I'm sure I'll see you later this afternoon. Absolutely. Absolutely. Erica, thanks for the phone call. Thanks, Thomas. All right. Happy birthday. <laughs> That's my friend Erica. Uh, she's uh, an amazing, amazing mother and uh, has a great family, and she just turned 40. Happy birthday, Erica. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a little celebration this afternoon. And I noticed on Facebook that she had, uh, you know, put on there she was listening to me on the radio. So I sent her a little message and said, you better call in. I need a caller. So if you have a question each week, give me a call, 775-1310. I... I'd only bite a little bit, okay? Um, I know a lot of you are listening to the podcast at your own discretion, and don't hesitate to send us questions on uh, our website, estabrooksonline.com backslash radio. That also brings up topics. I may not answer the question, but I'll bring up the topic and have a bigger kind of discussion about it, um, or I'll specifically answer the question, or I'll email you and and kind of, you know, get you to guilt you to come on and, and talk to me on the show. So, you know, another Saturday, we're, we're kind of wrapping up the show here in the next few minutes. And, you know, I just want to stress how great it is to be a part of an organization, the Independent Garden Centers of Maine. I think there's about 12 or 15 members of, of us now. I can't remember. It just kind of ebb and flows a little bit year in and year out. But uh, I wanted to let everybody know we're going to be having a new website um, launching Thursday. And, you know, the thing about this group is we've all kind of banded together to market independent garden centers. And I'm the president of the group. And the one thing I will say is it's great to have a group of garden center owners or business owners in Maine that work together as small businesses. And you're seeing this kind of pop up everywhere across Maine that Local farms are working together. Local garden centers are working together. Smaller businesses are are pooling together their advertising dollars, you know, by local Scarborough, by local Portland. I just wanted to kind of finish up the show here talking about how important it is to our economy. As everyone knows, that the more money you spend with local stores, the more money stays in your community. We are the garden centers that support your communities. We're the ones that help fund, you know, all those lovely, you know, booster groups. You know, we work, we live in within your communities. You know, we hire people within those communities. The money goes back into those communities also. You know, we always give back to the communities that we're in. Now, that being said, we can't help everybody. We're small businesses, you know, so certainly we do the best we can with what we can afford. You know, but what we do is we're there for knowledge. That's the reason I'm doing this show. I wanted a radio show about Maine, for Maine, to talk about Maine issues and plants and problems. Okay? So don't hesitate to call me every Saturday from 8 to 9. Okay? The other thing is I'm here to support local business. Okay? We do as much business as we can with the local hardware store the local lumber yard, you know, as a small business, we make those choices. Now, can we buy everything at, in a local store? No, it's not really reasonable. But just think about it this spring when you're thinking about buying your plants, okay? Think about, yeah, it might cost a little bit more. But when you have a problem, you have some place to go. You have some place to talk to. You have some place that's going to take care of you, okay? And that's what local businesses do. So very important that you support your local garden center, 
you support your local business around the corner, whether it be a restaurant, whether it be anything, okay? Just think about it. A lot of times, it's not more expensive than the other stores, okay? It's actually you get more value for your money, okay? And that's what I like to feel we provide, and that's why we're doing the show is to continue that discussion, continue that education, continue and make you successful. If you're successful in your garden, we're successful as a business, okay? So even if you didn't buy your plants from us, that's fine. Go to your local garden center and talk to us. Why did it not work? Why did it fail? Plants are living things. There's sometimes no explanation why a living thing passes away. Sometimes they're weak. Sometimes they just get sick and die. It's kind of part of life, you know, if you think about it. Okay, so there are going to be some failures, and there's going to be some huge triumphs in the garden. And the triumphs are what we need to celebrate. It's gardening, folks. It's not perfect. But every failure creates an opportunity for another triumph. Just think about it that way. All I can say is get out there. Enjoy your garden. Pick us up online at estabrooksonline.com backslash radio. Call us next week from 8 to 9. I know you're all going to be lounging around Easter weekend. Talk to me about Easter plants. How can I come up with some cool things to decorate my table last minute? Come take a walk in the garden center, okay? Breathe the smell of the mulch, the smell of the soil, the flowers, all of those wonderful things. Get out there. Enjoy your garden. I know it's beautiful Saturday. Get out there. Have fun. <laughs>